0: All right, folks, hang in with these... Episode number eleven seems like we just did one of these because felt did. like yesterday, <laughs> right? So yeah, we're back. Episode eleven, uh, sports news. Well, we pretty much covered everything an hour ago when we recorded episode number ten. So uh, hasn't been anything that has broke in the last forty five minutes that I know of. But on this episode, we are going to uh, talk about two of our other favorite things. One being video games. And then the other being sports movies. Um, We're going to list basically our top five. And then we're also going to talk about some other movies that are are still movies that we love. Maybe a couple movies that are a little overrated, we think. Um, And again, anytime we do any of these top fives or whatever, it's basically just our own opinion. Um, You can have yours. Let me have mine. and, And... Shut the hell up about it. Um, so, uh, and we're back with Dylan, by the way. I guess I should oh. say that because at, at this point, it seems like every other episode it's either Dylan or Hunter. And eventually, I got a few other people I want to get in here and do some talking with, but um, we'll, uh, we'll get on with it. Uh, first thing we're going to cover we've got a little bit of video game news, uh, mostly sports video games, but I've got a couple things about another game as well. Um, Madden 21 Yep, uh, just dropped a couple of nuggets. Do you want to go ahead and take this one since you're the big Madden guy?
1: Uh, yeah, it was about a week ago. Um, well, it basically started when they did their closed beta about a month ago. Um, closed beta is basically just... Invite only type thing. Exactly, invite only. Only certain people can play, and you. Can, I think you can only just play actual games. You can't get to fuck around with the other modes or whatnot. Um, so after that ended, like two days later, some user he somehow found a backdoor to where he could re-enter the beta, and through that he saw the main screen, like the 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 screen that loads up after you you know start the game. And he couldn't really do anything with it, but he noticed that there was a mode added called The Yard.
0: Oh, which, yeah. I see, I didn't even see anything about that. Yeah,
1: and it was not Madden, not Madden. But EA did not announce this mode at all, wasn't talked about at all. And now we actually got details on it since they did finally confirm it. And they showed some screenshots for Madden Mobile because uh, basically what it is is, it, is it's sort of like an arcade Version of Madden um, that looks like it's going to be centered around your My Player, kind of like how 2K you create a My Player and do the franchise, go through the NBA ranks. You can also take that player through the park and play pickup games, do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, it's going to be a much kind of similar version to that, where it's just your own player and you play pickup games. It's six on six football. I think it's a 60 yard field and it looks a little narrower. And there'll be, like, rule variations, too. Maybe stuff like... uh, Some uh, over-the-top stuff, I'm sure. Yeah, maybe something like, oh, you can't run on second down. You know, weird stuff like that to kind of mix it up and keep it fresh. So it's something new. Um, It seems kind of cool. I've already decided I'm I'm not going to buy Madden, but the person... I live with, Hunter, and we share a PlayStation, and he's going to buy it. (laughs) So it's... I cannot escape this game even if I wanted to, but... You'll play it. I'm sure I
0: will. Yeah, the yard does sound interesting. I'll probably check it out a a little bit. Yeah, again, it's obviously a... uh, They're they're trying to cash in on the enormous popularity of the NBA 2K mode where the the neighborhood, or um, as it's going to be known in 2K21, even though they haven't released it yet, but it's the worst kept secret in video games called The World. Uh, but I guess my big question so th- these created players that you make up are obviously or, or at least I would assume not going to transfer into the game like you know you make your your superstar mode or whatever it was called
1: uh no, that's no that you can from at least my understanding is that you're. Your um, face the franchise mm-hmm. that yes, you can use that in the yard.
0: Okay. I mean, I guess. Well, but how if I make a running back or a wide receiver, your cover skills have got to suck?
1: Yeah, I'd imagine so. So it's just
0: going to be all offense, basically. It kind of seems like that's probably what they're going for. So. I mean, I mean, I'm honestly, I'm surprised that it took them this long to come up with something like that. I figured that they would come out with like a a, a seven on seven mode, or actually, that's what I'm speculating that the the two K is going to do with their NFL games, which we know that um, they now have some NFL rights.
1: Yeah, they have the uh, the NFL rights so that teams, uniforms, all that good stuff. And a little, like a week or so after that, because there was speculation, well, can they not use real players because they didn't get the Players Association license? Well, that they got too. So they can do players, uniforms, all that kind of stuff. And I think you're right. We'll probably get a version that's sort of similar to like an NFL street type thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, in the agreement, EA still has basically exclusive rights to simulation-style exactly. football, so anything that Two K puts out can't be anything like that. So it will be like you said, NFL Street, or even what was Blitz, that? Blitz, or what was it called, Backyard Football? I think it was a PC game. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's the kids' version. There. Yeah. yeah and that they had NFL football. PA rights, like you had the the players, but they were little kids, and they're basically playing. Like in somebody's backyard. Yeah, like two
1: K basketball has the NBA playgrounds, which I've never messed with. Trash. Is it's, it? Yeah, it's okay.
0: For me anyway, I know that some people liked it. I thought it was But tr- it's like an tr- arcadey trash. game. Right. Kind over, of more over the for top. kids yeah. a little bit. So and, and that's probably what if or two K is gonna put out. But it, interesting to see how Madden handles that side of things with the, you know, like I said, neighborhood style six on six. Uh it might be fun. Like, you know, who I'm not a big fan of their simulation football and haven't been for a long time. Most people aren't. Right. So So, I don't know. Maybe that will open them up to uh, an audience that they lost a long time ago or just something different. What I'm hoping it does is
1: um, because unfortunately, like shortly there after the agreement between 2K and the NFL was reached, EA immediately re upped their contract, their exclusive rights contract for simulation football for another five years, which I
0: absolutely hate for obvious reasons. Yeah, no competition means you don't really have to put a whole lot of effort into it. I mean, yeah, I mean, look at EA on
1: their NBA game. Live is, I think, live's dead already, right? They're not making another one.
0: Well, they say they are, but like they, they kept pushing back 20. Uh huh. Pushing it back, pushing it back until finally they come out and said, "We're just, we're not making it this year. We're going to focus on the next one or whenever." So maybe with new or next gen coming, maybe they decided to just put all their eggs into that basket. That makes sense. Um, But still, there has been nothing about this year's version. Okay. So maybe, maybe two K or not two K, two thousand twenty two. EA will will get back into the basketball world, but. Um, it doesn't look like they're going to enter the ring for for this coming year. And and speaking of basketball, um, news out of NBA 2K21 is that there really isn't any news yet. And a lot of the big YouTubers and stuff have touched on this. We don't usually get a lot of news by now, but usually we have something. Yeah. And right now we don't have shit. I mean, the big news drop of the last two weeks was the soundtrack, which is, uh, look, if you're between the ages of like 12 and 18 and, um, into rap music, you might be happy. Right. But apparently nobody has told 2K that there are actually some white people between the ages of 25 and 45 that play their video games. Like I just and even EA has the same EA is the same thing. Yeah, I mean it's like they they target these games at you know the the hip hop crowd, and that's great. I don't mind if you put some of that music on there, but don't put ninety nine percent hip hop music on these video games. Yeah, you know, like especially football. Right. You know, give me some hard hitting like rock and roll that I can, you know, and I'm saying the whole thing, but at least give me the option. Um two K threw us one song that I would consider rock, and that was a Motley Crue. Yeah, LiveWire. Yeah. An old ass live wire right. old a Motley Crue song. I did see on this coming uh two two K twenty one the uh there's one artist that uh rock and and it's not even I don't even think it's a band. I think it's just a it was a lead's Oh, Tommy Lee. Oh, really? Yeah. Tommy Lee has a song on the 2K21 soundtrack. Not Motley Crue, but Tommy Lee. Like wh- what the hell? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So like I said, we're, we're still wondering what, you know, what the hell. And there's been a lot of rumors. Uh supposedly there was a big leak that somebody came out and posted uh, basically, that the next gen version is going to be completely diff- different, built from the ground up with affiliations and this, that, and the other. And that 2K20 one on current gen is basically what we got this year, which is kind of a copy paste with the same neighborhood, uh, same animations. And like, if, if that is true, then one of two things is happening either. They just don't care or they are trying so hard to push people to buy next gen cuz i mean how lazy Well to be fair that's usually the way it works with Yeah for the most sports part games. And, and but here's the problem they already last year took so much flack for basically having the exact same neighborhood as they had in 2K19 Oh okay You know i mean other than a couple stores names changed and, and not because they wanted to but because they lost the the licensing like foot, there used to be the Foot Locker store Mm. Which now it's just called Two K Shoes, mm. and then there was there was one other I don't even remember what it was, but it, they lost that. Oh well. Oh, the Rec Center. It used to be the Jordan Rec Center, and now it's just called the Rec. Mm. Like they dropped the Jordan, and the rumor of this year for Two K Twenty One is that it's going to be called the Mamba Center, mm. and, and we already know that on the it's not even called the Legend Edition of the game. It's the Mamba Edition. Obviously makes but, sense for Kobe. Yeah. And it's going to be called the Mamba Center. Um, so yeah, there's that. But other than that, we don't really have any news. No, no gameplay. The, nothing. So we're at this point less than a month out. Yeah. The, the release date for the two K twenty one on the current gen is September fourth. We don't know about next gen because the the Microsoft and Sony hasn't told us when they're going to drop. We don't even know what the prices of those consoles are going to be yet. So yeah, I don't know why that why that is it. It's weird. Why I, so I think they're waiting for the other one. Oh, yeah, probably. You know, I, I really, I'm sure they have a number in mind, but I think they're just, each one's kind of holding out to see who's going to to say what their price is first so that if they can cost-effectively undercut them, I think they will. And, like, we talked, was it you I talked to about it or Hunter? Um, that Like, this is... If if there's going to be a year that Microsoft's going to win, it's, this is the year because they have the better machine. On, on paper, specs-wise, yeah. they have the better machine. And if they want to truly win the war, they have to undercut Sony's price. Very good point. Um, what games are coming out for Xbox? I, honestly, I haven't looked at what the exclusives are. Are there any? I'm sure there are. Okay. But again, I... That, that... I I need was... I will spend some time to get into that. I know Sony's got some stuff coming out. I mean, one of the big things Sony's pushing is Grand Theft Auto. I mean, like, well, yeah. yay, let's push an eight-year-old game out, remastered for the third friggin' time. Which, True. hey, it's a great game, don't get me wrong, but... But I, I, I was not gonna, here for that discussion. That's not going to push me to buy a console to play a game that I've already played on two different consoles... You know what I mean? Like, I, sure, but to
1: Sony also announced exclusives. They announced Ratchet and Clank, another event Horizon Zero Dawn, which I never played, but I heard was fucking great. And look, that's why PS4, PlayStation, won this generation. They had better exclusives. That's why I bought a PlayStation set of an Xbox because I, I was late to the party. I was like in the middle of this console cycle. It was the PlayStation was a little bit cheaper and the exclusives were a lot better. So, I mean, I think gamers get way too obsessed with specs. It's like, Oh, this game or this system's a little bit better. We're yeah, not, you're I not going to notice the difference. No, You're, you're side right. Side
0: to side I mean, tip. Typically. Yeah. The, 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 the differences between the two are, are minute. And for the, um, Casual gamer, yeah, they're not going to notice it exactly. And look at the
1: Switch, which I don't own. I don't really have any interest in owning, and it's by far the weakest machine, but it sells a shit ton of copies because of the games on it.
0: That and the price point. Yeah, I mean that's that's the biggest thing with Nintendo is that they're always one two hundred dollars or more uh, cheaper than the big name. They're the big consoles, Sony and Xbox,
1: right? And I just—that's one thing I hate about the
0: console wars—is oh, this machine's better than this machine. It's like I I do know like minute differences. Being in the 2K basketball community, I know that there are a lot of guys that are that have been Xbox gamers that are talking about making the Switch, um, primarily. See, Xbox has a major problem right now, Mm -hmm. and they better get it fixed for this next gen, and that is the fact that people, just your average dork sitting at home now can get on YouTube and find a way to get your IP address and boot you offline, and it is running rampant. That is very fucked up. The the other day, yeah, the other day I was was playing a game in the wreck, and uh, three of my teammates... We, we got off to like a 24 to four lead against these were elite, you know, ranked players Mm. that, you know, the, the rep system, they were, I think three or four of them were elites, but we were just beating the brakes off of them. And all of a sudden one guy lags out on my team, then another, then another to where it was just me and this one other person. And. One of the guys on the other team even messaged me in the middle of the game saying sorry about the boot with the, the crying la- crying laughing emoji. So he basically admitted to committing a felony, which it is. Oh, no to, shit. Yeah, to get on and, and to pull somebody's IP, and it's basically a hack attack. All right. There's a program, and these people need to be fucking put in jail too, is you enter in a gamer tag... And they track your IP, and then this program will basically spam your email servers to your IP address to where basically your router can't take it and it kicks you offline. And this, you I'd never heard of this. Yeah, these no life little motherfuckers will sit there and just if you're getting beat in a game, and you can watch it. I've seen it happen. Uh, you'll see a player all of a sudden, he's not moving for like a minute or so, it's because he's pulling your IP and i wondered why the hell i wasn't kicked cuz i was the i was literally the person killing them right. i had like 17 points in the first quarter and turns out i got on and looked there's two ways of doing it if you really know what you're doing mm-hmm. you can pretty much pull anybody's ip if they're in a party but if you don't really know what you're doing you can still go on this other site that will have you on there if somebody had pulled your ip and nobody I got on and looked uh-huh. searched my gamer tag nobody had pulled my IP yet so it wasn't on this list for the the lazy booters <laughs> so they couldn't boot me and they ended up that we almost won but we ended up losing and like wow how do you take any kind of pride in in winning a game like that where you have to boot out 3 of the 5 players that you were losing 24 to 4 in the first quarter just getting your ass handed to you And then brag about it? Yeah. But anyway, I digress. That's, like I said, Xbox better fix fix that problem because they're already losing, I know for a fact, several big-name streamers that are on the Xbox platform that have already said they're going to PlayStation, which is funny because in 2K19, PlayStation had the big problem with people's accounts getting hacked, and a lot of those guys jumped over to Xbox (laughs) in the middle of the year, and now they're basically going back. So anyway, uh, yeah. We need to see what the price points are going to be. Uh, real quick, two K 2K, PGA, two K twenty one dropped a little trailer that looks really cool, and it is you can design your own courses, and that's not as impressive as what the way you can design the courses. It was only like a ninety second video, but it looked like it's very very. Uh, intuitive like there's just so many ways that you can design a course you can make it in a city or desert and you can put animals and like they were putting alligators in water by the course it looks like it's really cool my only question is like how many hours and hours Will you have to spend to make this like I wouldn't even want to play the goddamn thing after I was done if I really wanted to make a good course.
1: True, but those there are always those nerds out there. That... Oh
0: yeah, no, there'll be there'll be thousands of them. They, yeah, they'll, they'll buy the game just so they can design courses. yes yeah. I I already know, and they're uploadable so that like you can go on there and you can download somebody's course and play it. Right, and, and yeah, it'll be a big selling point, especially for the people that that play golf video games and even the ones you know just like. The, the creation stuff, yeah, like the roller coaster tycoon things like that nature where that's all they want to do is just design something, yeah, and you know they they can't build a real golf course, but they can do a virtual one. And I think that's pretty cool, and it'd be interesting to see how it plays with as far as you know, because that that I would think that would take a lot of like CPU power to sit there and load in a. I mean, I guess not once it's uploaded, it wouldn't be so bad. It would literally be on your hard drive or whoever downloads it and it wouldn't be so bad. But looks really cool. Um and then real quick, uh Call of Duty, um season five of Warzone is either dropping today or tomorrow. Um and I used to be big into Call of Duty, you know this. Mm-hmm. Um finally, day before yesterday. Played Warzone for the first time. Oh, really? Yeah, and I like it. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't think I would. I do. I enjoyed it. um PUBG is still cool, and in, in the realism of PUBG I think is a little bit better than Call of Duty. But it it, it was fun. I enjoyed it more than I thought. Um, and basically, played it because 2K is getting stale, and and most people I play with don't play it anymore. Because like I said, we're only a month out from 2K21, but. Uh, but, yeah, I did I did like Warzone. I even spent, I don't know, five or six hours just playing the old map Shipment. Because, oh, yeah. Because it was double XP for both your player and your weapons. So I was able to go and spend four or five hours in Shipment and level up my weapons and everything so that I could take it into Warzone. Right. Um, oh, so you actually bought the full game? Uh, no, but the guy I game share with bought it, even though he hasn't played it. I see. So I did play the campaign, like, when it first dropped back in whatever it was, November or Mm -hmm. September. Um, And then I played, like, an hour and a half of multiplayer that first night, and then hadn't touched it until two days ago. Oh, okay. And I went from level, I think, nine to, like, now I'm, like, 81. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I've put in in some solid hours the last couple days.
1: I liked it. Yeah, no, it's
0: like 2K. I, I still, like yesterday, last night, I got on and played a little bit of 2K. But um, with 2K21 coming out, I, I need a break. Like, I need to recharge my, my basketball battery. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'll probably be hitting Warzone pretty hard for the next month.
1: Can we circle back to something real quick? Because I've been wondering this for a long time. I don't get why 2K doesn't just... Make like an unlicensed college football game, and do a mutt mode with like historical
0: players, and then eventually use that. But to... okay, historical players though. How? Who how are you gonna pay them? Yeah. Why? Why wouldn't you? Oh, uh, true. But again, that's a lot of players. Okay. I mean, not every. Could it be done? Yeah. And. Uh, I just – I think that's – I don't know. I, I just don't see 2K doing it. I'd be interested in doing it. I don't know why you wouldn't. Like, do – like, have your
1: mutt mode be free and then get a bunch of money and then over time – because there are some schools that are in the new Madden for their face um, the franchise. So there are some schools that are willing to license their jerseys and whatnot. So you don't need all of them. You can get some of them and then eventually build and – there you go. You have a college football game. Well, I just don't.
0: The rumor is that for NBA 2K21, there's going to be 68 college basketball teams on it. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. Damn. Basically, the last, I, I'm assuming the last tournament field. Right. To where you, you could put your player on one of those teams and play through the tournament. And there's even a play now. This is all rumored. It was, and sometimes these things are right, sometimes are wrong. But the rumor right. is that you can play, like, play now online against somebody. As one of those college teams. I'm not quite sure how they pulled that off with the whole likeness thing. You'd have to just be completely random names. Exactly. And, and random likenesses. Because as we know in college football, those players, I mean, they just had a number, but they were that person. Yeah, exactly. Same height, weight, age, all that stuff. And, and so there was uh, enough to bring a legal case and. It did. Right. Um, but, yeah, that's basically what they're just going to have to completely randomize the rosters and not do anything even remotely close to what the actual rosters are to protect themselves from from that kind of lawsuit again, um, unless they've negotiated with those players. But that's a lot of players, even if it's only 68. Right.
1: And 2K so. did, like, a, after they lost the men license, they did a all-star football game. I don't know if you remember it. I never played it. Apparently, it's, the gameplay is really good, but there's no franchise or anything, and it didn't sell very well. Right. But in this world we live in now, with the My Teams and pack modes, you can make a shit ton of money doing that. So I don't know why yeah. you wouldn't. It
0: just doesn't make any sense to me. Personally, I and hopefully we're not far off from it, I'd like to see these sports franchise games basically kind of take a page from Rockstar... And mm-hmm. just release the game, right? And then do roster updates and and or or even like these battle royale games, yeah. Seasons mm-hmm. to where because look, when once you get on a console, there's only so much you can do every single year to change the game. Yeah, the basic controls and, and things of that nature typically are the same. Graphically, you can't get a whole lot better, right? And, and you can do updates patches throughout the year even if you need to upgrade uh graphics or you know shading lighting effects so you can do that all through a patch right so uh, I'd be you know well I- I'll tell you why they won't do it because then you couldn't charge 70 80 bucks a year for it I mean I guess you could but I think it'd just be a, it'd make a lot more sense if they did it that way as opposed to paying these devs these just ridiculous salary, ridiculous hours, I guess you should say um, to make basically the, the same game with just a few changes here and there. Yeah. Hopefully down the road, we see something like that, but,
1: or even every other year. Yeah, if they released take, yeah. A game. Make a
0: two-year cycle. I mean, Call of Duty did that. They had, or, or do like what what Call of Duty does. You have it wasn't every other year, but the studio, like whether it was Infinity Ward or I don't even remember the name of the other one that had it. Was it Activision? The, uh, Pretty sure it was. Yeah, no. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think you are right. Um, but yeah, one year it would be Activision. The next year it was Infinity Ward, and that way a studio had two years to develop a better game. Yeah. Because the next year would be the other studios and you could even two like two K could do that. You just two two teams and you only work on two K 21 and this squad works on two K 22 and you know, you can work together and I don't know. I would think there'd be a way to do it, but anyway um, yeah, we talked about video games a lot longer than anticipated. Yeah. Uh, let's jump right into sports movies um we all love them at least most of us um, before we get into our top five we're just gonna talk about some others that are our faves um, I don't want to get too in-depth into these we'll just kind of list them off and maybe discuss them briefly um, but then we'll do top five and like I said before this is just our opinion what 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 we think in our mind is the top five, um, and real quick at looking at, I, I cheated and looked. You you're, you have a couple that you think are overrated. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, number one is the Blind Side. Uh,
1: agreed. That's the story where or a movie where people confuse the real
0: life story with the movie. Yeah, and even Michael Ower, who the movie is about, um, has come out and said that. It, there's just so many things that they did wrong in that movie. I mean, they took uh poetic license to a to a whole new level in that because they they made it into this like Disney world magical story and it just it wasn't to be fair from what I've heard every sports movie that's
1: based on a true story is like yeah. that.
0: Yeah, I mean even one of the ones on my list it's probably one of the closer ones having come, you know, straight from two of the horse's mouths, but yeah, they, they definitely take some liberties uh to make it a better movie, but that one, according to Michael Orr, took a lot of liberties yeah. to make it a better movie.
1: Um that and they make they make Michael Orr seem like he's a moron.
0: Yeah. Like Yeah, oh yeah. Kinda slow and yeah. you know, and he, he wasn't. I mean, yeah, he kinda lived a rough life and did uh have some issues with I don't necessarily know if he was homeless, but just didn't have very good living conditions. I think he was homeless. F- well, I know he was homeless for a, period, for a yeah. little bit, but yeah. like the movie makes it seem like he basically lived grew up on the streets. Yeah. And, you know, like you said, was slow and but yeah, that was not the case. So I, I agree. I mean it did have a couple of funny parts in it, but the Christmas out, card is pretty funny. Yeah. When the
1: friend gets it. Hey, you gotta Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. So, um, but yeah, overall, I just it's not a great movie. It just isn't. Um, another one you might fight me on this one, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Any given Sunday, let's say we we briefly talked about that.
0: Um, I thought it was pretty good. I didn't like the the football aspect of it. I hate the football aspect of it. Well, mainly because of the way Oliver Stone filmed it. Yeah, I mean the cinematography is. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh... <laughs> It was like he was trying to put you on the field, but I, I want to be entertained. I want to, you know, I don't want to get motion sickness when I'm trying to watch a goddamn movie. Yeah, and that's what you felt like. It was like they had a guy on the field carrying the camera like it was a football, and it's just really jerky. And um, you know, Oliver Stone has made some great movies, but yeah, that one, the football scenes in that were were not good.
1: He gets a bit artsy too, and. When- points in the movie
0: where he'll like show random
1: clips of like old like football footage and stuff like that which is this it seems weird and out of place the Pacino speech at the end is fantastic Epic. epic best sports movie speech in my opinion but I think that speech makes the movie but I don't think it's it doesn't make it a great movie I mean it's a decent movie with a great speech but yeah, yeah it's not I, a all-time great sports movie in my opinion
0: no and i I agree with that um I don't think it's overrated so much as I mean it's just not as there good are some as you people that think it's the best sports well, movie and those yeah. people are wrong yeah okay there we go well um, that's my point all right um and the, just real quick like I said before we get in the top five just a couple of my favorites um first one white men can't jump Oh, I didn't think about
1: that one. That's a great one. It, it is.
0: Yeah. And it's, I mean, I like it so much because I did, in in my late teens and even early 20s, spend a considerable amount of time, summer times, playing uh, three-on-three tournaments. So I, I kind of lived that. Not necessarily the hustling aspect of it, but just, like I said, that kind of basketball. What was that called? The Gus Mac Gus Macker. There was what, Hoops for Homes. They had several. Mac- Does Gus Macker
1: even exist anymore? Yeah, I
0: guess they still do it. No just, shit? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know it's like I said in the the nine eight, late eighties, early nineties. Three on three basketball tournaments were just all the rage. Like I mean, every small town festival, and you know, like I said, Gus Macker played Peoria was one of the biggest. There were for those if you don't know what Gus Macker was, it was a three on three tournament that started in somebody's driveway in Michigan and grew into this national phenomenon. Oh, where wow. they Literally traveled throughout the country playing in these tournaments and it was huge. And the one in Peoria was the second biggest one in the whole country. Damn. And it, like I said, as, as the nineties uh, wore out to the two thousands, it really dropped off. It moved to Washington, Illinois. And then now I don't know if they even still have them wow. in Illinois, but I know it's still a thing. It's just not anything like it used to be. Okay. Probably very popular because of that movie. I would
1: imagine, right? That craze that, Three on three tournaments and whatnot. Uh,
0: yeah, it was pretty close to around the same time frame. I'm okay. sure that didn't hurt its popularity. Right. At all. Um, I wrote a couple others I really liked. Um, Slapshot. I've actually never seen Slapshot. That, I'm telling you, it, it's a hockey movie. It's Paul Newman. Um, it's funny if for nothing else for the three brothers. I mean, the, basically, it's the, they're enforcers, and they—I can't remember the name of the three guys, but they're absolutely hilarious it's about a minor league hockey team. Um, it, like I said, it takes place in the '70s, so you've got to kind of keep that in mind when you watch it. But for it's—it's it's a good flick. That's what I've heard. Yeah, definitely check it out at some point. Um, Bull Durham, funny, but again, I'm not the the huge baseball guy. And I was never a big Kevin Costner fan, but it's a good movie. Okay. Um, just not enough to crack my, crack my top five. Um, what else did I have? Uh, The Wrestler. Great That's an honorable mention for me too. Yeah. yeah. It it was a great flick. Hard to call it a sports movie, but a sports entertainment movie. I'd say Um, it's a sports movie. Yeah. For the, for the most part. I mean, it's, it's gritty. It's, you know, it, it was a good flick. Um. Really, kind of takes a look at, at what really goes on on that the indie circuit with with some of these guys that when their their superstar time is up, they still yeah. you know like Jake the Snake, you know basically said that that movie could be his movie because right. that's kind of what happened. I know um, Roddy Piper after he watched it, he cried. Yeah, so. and, and you know like a lot of these wrestlers said that. Uh, That was about as real as it gets when it comes to either trying to make it in that business or trying to hang on when, you know, it's time to give it up. Um, And then the last one on my honorable mention list, it was really hard not to put this in my top five, um, Hoosiers. That's also on my honorable mention. Yeah, Yeah. that is a phenomenal movie. Also has a a really good speech. Yeah. Sets, and it's a mostly true story. No, no, no. I thought it was. Nope. Right. Rich Eisen. Ah, uh, yeah, I do
1: remember now. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. Completely made up, basically. Yeah. yeah, but still a good flick. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, good old Jimmy Chitwood. Um, I think the only reason that's not in my top five is I've only seen it once. I need to see it again. So,
0: yeah, I mean, it, it stands up. Uh, Dennis Hopper is great in it. Yeah. You know, and, and Gene Hackman. So, yeah, that's my honorable mentions. What did you have? Uh, for honorable mentions,
1: I yours Hoosiers. It's, so we already covered that one. Um, Friday Night Lights is right up there for me. See, um,
0: I didn't, as a football guy, I didn't, I wasn't huge into that one. Really? Yeah.
1: I, I loved it. I thought it was
0: cool. I mean, I I, I would take Varsity Blues over Friday oh, Night Oh, you're nights. crazy.
1: You're that's a fucking crazy person. That's just me.
0: Ten, fucking ten.
1: Okay, but I, I, I think Friday Night Lights is a much better movie than Varsity Blues. Fair enough. All right. Um, next one is uh, you know what? Screw it. I'm gonna put that on my top five. Fuck it. <laughs> I changed my mind. All right. That's gonna be on my top five now. There you go. Um, one movie I just wanted to mention, just because it came out pretty recently, and. No real buzz about it at all. Um, I didn't hear even hear about the movie until like a week before it came out. I heard about it on accident.
0: I already know what you're gonna say.
1: Yeah, I was watching The Ringer and they talked about it. I'm like, what the hell is this? And I watched the trailer immediately. I'm like, I will see that movie.
0: And I want to see it. I haven't yet, but uh, it's fucking great. The Way Back. Yeah. I um,
1: that. it came out in March. It h- came out right before COVID hit. Yeah. I think it was only in theaters for like two weeks and then COVID hit and everything got shut down. Yeah. Ben Affleck. It's a base. It's a basketball movie. It's fucking phenomenal. I thought it was the best sports movie to come out since what's going to be number five on my list. It's, it does something pretty cool where two thirds of as you're watching it, it feels like a sports movie. It's like, okay, I'm recognizing a lot of the beats and near the end, it just takes a sharp curve that you talk about subverting expectations like Ryan Johnson's phrase this does it in a way that I actually think is very cool. It's it's a fucking great movie. I want more people to see it. I hope it doesn't fade into obscurity. And I think if this movie eventually hits Netflix or streaming, it's going to have a second life and people will will appreciate it. I think it just came out on demand. Okay. So it's not the twenty dollar yeah, rental; it's the five dollar. I think so. Okay. In
0: fact, we were in a, a hotel this weekend, and on their movies channel, that was one of the ones they were touting. So it, it's okay. out now. If you got
1: nothing going on tonight, I'd, I'd recommend checking it out because I I I'm fucking gonna,
0: love that. I'm movie. gonna play fucking Warzone. Okay, well, <laughs> but no, I do want to check it out. Yes, it, it does look good, and I like Ben Affleck. So yeah, very very um, good. All right, anything else on honorable mentions? honorable
1: mentions? Now that covers
0: it. All right, well, so here we go. This is our top five. Sports movies of all time, in our opinion. You don't have to agree with it. Um, you know, but you do have to listen to it. And <laughs> please, you guys know where to find us on Facebook Facebook.com Eldonzo D's. Uh, get on there and, and tell us what you like um, and if there's any glaring ones that you think we missed. Um, and, and again, I think Hoosiers is, we're going
1: to get a lot of a lot of people will roll their eyes that that wasn't in our top 5s but yeah
0: that's definitely one of the great ones um so yeah and, and i i've got more in my head that i'll probably talk about after the list but let's just get right to the list of these are the five sports movies that if they're on I'm watching them and my i actually have kind of six but anyway um i'll just start off my number 5 tin cup i need to see it i love that movie it, it Kevin Costner, who I already said I wasn't a huge <laughs> fan of, but it's a golf movie. It's got Cheech Marin, Don Johnson, Renee Russo, and it's it's kind of a rom-com, but it's also funny. Mm. There's drama. Um and it's as good a golf movie as a golf movie could get. I mean, The Legend of Bagger Vance was pretty good. Um look, Caddyshack. As a it's, serious golf movie. Uh, yeah. Serious golf movie, Tin Cup is great. Caddyshack and, and is an all-time great comedy but it's a slapstick kind of movie that just happens to be focused around a golf course. Um, Billy Madison funny in its own right, but again, it is a Adam Sandler movie, so you got to take it with a grain of salt. But Tin Cup to me is a great flick that I will watch over and over and over again like I said. It's got comedy, it's got you know drama, it's got kind of a a moment that makes you just want to scream at the TV because it makes you like feel what this guy's going through. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Okay. I think I watched a little bit of it. Cheech Marin is great in it. He plays this caddy. It, so yeah, definitely. If you haven't seen it. Okay. I'll definitely have to. Um, I hesitated initially
1: to put this in my top five just because it's pretty recent, but the more I thought about it, I'm like, yeah, you know what? I think this is my top in my top five favorite sports movies. Uh, Creed.
0: I, I did really like it. I fucking loved it. Uh, one, w- I liked both actually. One and two. I don't know. Two's not as good. Agreed. It's Agreed. it's good, but yeah. I saw that
1: ending coming from a mile away. Oh too. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, the original Creed, um, I fucking loved it. I remember when I heard the premise or just the idea that oh they're gonna make a Rocky not reboot but another one with a p- Apollo, about, son. Uh, Apollo's son, I'm like, you got to be shitting me. Mean, this is going to be uh, fucking yeah, terrible. I, I had
0: the same reaction. like, just let it go. But it, you're right. It turned, Holy shit. Turned into it was a fucking great. great. Yeah. They yeah. gave it a
1: great director um, whose name I'm blanking on at the moment. But the, he,
0: And they're already talking about a third one.
1: Yeah. So. He, he also did Black Panther. He did... Um, uh, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking
0: about. I don't know what the other one is. Yeah. Fun Creed's awesome. Yeah. Uh, my number four, and this is one that a lot of people might... Scream at me for not ranking higher like Hunter and Jake for uh, remember the Titans, okay. Um, and it was based off a true story, and according to the coaches, it was pretty close to no hate to do this,
1: do this to well, you the again. Way no.
0: that, when I watched the documentary, they said it was pretty you
1: have to deal with what no other team in this conference has to deal with. Oh, well, you're yeah, integrated, there's, no, there's bullshit. That.
0: I just mean the story of the players on the team, not necessarily the, the racial aspects of it. Sure. They made it. Yeah. They, they did make it to where like, this is the only team in the country that had to have black kids and white kids together. Not true. But just, I'm talking about the, the players on the team when I say true story that, but yeah, that was, to me, it was a really good movie. Even, I mean, I take that true story. I was just going to say that. Yeah. It was, it was a great flick. I mean, yeah, They, I they mean, could have done that and made it a completely fictional story and, and it was still riveting, you know, I mean, in my opinion.
1: No, no, I still, don't get me wrong, I like the movie. It and
0: still it's... blows my mind that Gary, the guy that played Gary Burtier, Ryan Hurst, mm-hmm. is the guy that plays Beta on Sons the, of Anarchy? No, The Walking Dead. Oh, okay. He's one of the big bads on the current season of The Walking Dead. Okay. And I, I didn't know who it was and I, I never watched Sons of Anarchy, so I didn't know who Opie was. Yeah, didn't until didn't he was literally on the Talking Dead show, and I'm like, holy! I'm like, that's Bertier. Yeah, you know? like, where's the wheelchair?
1: <laughs> that apparently is one of the things they took a liberty with. He doesn't get hurt during the season; he gets hurt afterwards. Yeah, it was.
0: Yeah, it was after the fact. But but
1: still, again, yeah. I, I've if I ever see based on a true story in front of any movie again, I'm gonna pretend I didn't fucking see it. Because they just take so many goddamn liberties. But yeah. Still a great movie. Yep. Anyway, uh, number four on my list, um, I fucking love it. Um, Miracle.
0: Yeah. I mean, I liked it.
1: Yeah. It's one of those that I, I catch myself wanting to rewatch every year or so just because it's fucking great.
0: I mean, that's probably one I should watch again. I think I've only seen it once. So it's one of those that. One of the greatest moments in American sports history. I well, mean, it is. But again, I, I, don't know. I just, I saw it once. I liked it. Maybe I need to watch it again. Uh, I think you do. All right, yeah, because I fucking loved Fair it. Fair enough. Uh, my number three. Uh, this is kind of. Uh, I can't choose just one. And and it's Rocky, but I have to include Rocky Three just because I, as great as the story in Rocky one is Rocky three to me is the best one just because it was, it had comedy. It had like the most entertaining fight to watch of all the movies. The The second one with clever Lang where he gets mad. And, and again, part of this probably comes from the fact that it was big when I was a kid. So mm-hmm. I, the, funny aspect of it where he's taunting him and rubbing his mohawk mr t and, was also yeah, in yeah. wwe
1: at the time so yeah yeah
0: you, you ain't so bad my mother yeah. hits harder than that like it was just really entertaining to me and to this day if i'm flipping through the channels and i see that at, at the very least i have to watch the fight scene yeah and Hol- that was hulk hogan's big movie debut right. eye Th- of the tiger thunder lips eye of the tiger yeah. to this day is a fucking iconic song that as soon as you hear that first guitar riff and the drum, you know, like, all right, this is like pump you up music, uh, motherfuckers in the gym right now somewhere in this goddamn country listening to Aya Tiger pumping weights. Guaranteed. Yep, hundred percent. A- and like I said, Rocky one, great story. Like it was, it was, but be- it was good for different reasons. Like the whole underdog, and um, so yeah, it was great. Rocky two was even great. Rocky four. Pretty good. I didn't like that they killed Apollo, but we ain't gonna get into that. Rocky Five, I didn't hate as much as a lot of people did with um, Tommy Gunn? Yeah, yeah. I, again, most of the movie wasn't all that good. I did enjoy the final scene where he finally kicks his ass. Um, Rocky Balboa, very good. I actually uh, really like. I, I liked that, yeah. it. You know, um,
1: Rocky Five, I hate. Rocky Four is. F- good in a kind of ton in cheek way cuz it's it's kind of fucking silly let's be honest but
0: yeah but it's kind again, of again you got to remember but... when it came out we were like right there in the the heat of the cold war and you know the the big bad russian who is in creed 2 given polio yeah. given
1: a robot girlfriend was yeah, kind of weird yeah that was pretty cheesy and...
0: but you could again they kind of grabbed some of the the kids with the whole Mr. T and Hulk Hogan thing, because that was right around the, yeah. the big WrestleMania stuff. So they kind of had to Disney it up just a little bit before they killed a man in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> Beat him to death. It was the um, 80s you could do that and yeah, still get kids. You know? um, so yeah, in general, as a whole, again, showing my age, I love the Rocky series, but, but one and three to me are like tied for different reasons. So okay. you're number three. My number three is a movie. I I
1: don't know if I've ever talked to you about this, but it's a movie I guarantee most of the listeners have never even heard of, but guess what? If you have a Netflix account, you can watch it right now. First thing i ever watched on Netflix, it's called The Undefeated. Never heard of it. Never heard of it? No. no. Well, it's, that's, that is your loss, sir. <laughs> your loss to the listeners if you well, haven't what? heard it either. Pray the, tell. The Undefeated, um, it is a documentary. Uh, they... I, It's one of those things where it's a documentary and, oh, my God, the luck that this happened. They just followed this. I think it's a high school in, I believe, Memphis that is perennially terrible. It's a poor school in the inner city. They don't have money. They will take money. It's kind of like the big schools will do in college where they'll pay a small school to come in and kick the shit out of them. They would do that to get funds. Unless you're Michigan. I'll fucking stab you with this pen, motherfucker. God damn it. Uh, That happened one time. Son of a bitch. Anyway, it's a fucking beautiful movie. It really is. It's, it's a great underdog story. And I don't want to give too many details away about like personal relationships. Do they go
0: undefeated? I mean, it's I'm not
1: going (laughs) to give anything away. They don't. How about that? They don't go undefeated. I don't want to watch it, (laughs) but it, it's a great, great story. Um, it, it's, it made me cry a few different times. One that it's not sports-related at all, and then a moment at the end that had me bawling. It's a fucking great movie. If you love sports movies, I could not recommend it enough. And it's kind of in that same category as The Way Back, where I wish more
0: people knew about it. Fair enough. There you go. All right. Um, my number two, and then... You're gonna go two one because this is my show and I'm gonna do the number one movie <laughs> okay. last. My number two is Rudy.
1: My number two is also Rudy. So okay. there right. you go. There Perfect. You go.
0: Um, yeah, Rudy. Also, it's true ish. I don't uh, fucking Captain Dylan here might tell me what's not right in the movie Rudy as he seems to want to correct me all the goddamn time. Um, but yeah, it's Dan Rudiger. Uh, true story. True ish story. <laughs> <laughs> Out of uh, Notre Dame, this guy, you know, that was his dream. His family were huge Notre Dame fans, and uh, he finds a way to get on the team and basically gets the shit kicked out of him for a few years. Gets on the field and, you know, just a great movie, regardless of what in it is true or not. Uh, great flick that has that feel-good moment at the end that, that, that chokes you up, especially if you played any kind of yeah. sports at, growing up. Um, yeah, it's just it's a fun watch.
1: Yeah, no, that's exactly what you said. I mean, even he's small, he's undersized. His family doesn't have money. His grades aren't the best, mm-hmm. and he kind of figures everything out and busts his ass. To yeah, have I mean, that, he
0: had a dream and and made it happen. I mean,
1: had that one g- glorious moment where it's like all that work pays off,
0: and it's just yeah, it, it was yeah, it was like I said, it was it was great to watch, and I don't think anybody will try and argue that off our list, and. I'm sure a lot of people, especially if you're a Notre Dame fan, has that number one. Um, but, yeah, great flick.
1: I, I'm a Michigan fan. I
0: fucking hate Notre Dame so much. I hate them so, God,
1: I hate them as much as I hate Ohio State. I hate that <laughs> they're fucking, they uh, their uniforms. I hate everything about them. But I fucking love Rudy. <laughs> Fair enough. All
0: right, you're number one. <laughs>
1: kind of anticlimactic. My number one is Rocky. Oh. Yeah, okay. the OG Rocky. Um, yeah, it is a much. Well, um, I like it a lot more than I like Rocky Three. Um, do you know any of the backstory about Sly and how that how Rocky got made or anything like that?
0: Uh,
1: yeah, he was homeless. Yeah, he was trying to be an actor. He decided, hey, I'm just gonna start doing some writing or whatever. And then he watched Ali fight. He kind of. I don't want to say stole it was kind of inspired because Ali had a fight with a kind of unknown fighter. Right. And the guy went the distance and he's like, wow, that's kind of how I feel put in his real life experience and kind of mixed it up. And initially he, he was at an audition and he just kind of mentioned that he wrote a screenplay and they're like, oh yeah, sure. We'll read it. And they read it and we're like, okay, we want to buy it immediately. Yeah. Okay. W- won an Oscar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they wanted to just buy the script and he goes, okay, cool. I get to be Rocky though. And they're like, yeah. No. Yeah, no. No. So for months, and he's fucking homeless at this point, just will not sell it unless he gets to be Rocky. And
0: Well, they... at this point, he was a nobody. He had been in like a kind of a... A porno? It wasn't. Even... See, it wasn't really a porno. Oh. It was more like a like a Cinemax movie oh. than anything. So a softcore porno then? Yeah, and it. W- I, I would even hesitate to call it softcore porn. Okay. I mean, it just... Yeah, it might have been dirty for whatever it was, the early 70s or even late 60s, whenever the hell it was, but yeah.
1: Anyway, the poor bastard had to sell his dog because he didn't have money to feed him, and that's the dog, that's Brutus or whatever, that the dog that's in the movie that he ends up adopting. That's That was the dog. So was that the actual dog? That's the oh. actual dog, yeah. So that's really cool. So yeah. Digs in his heels, no, I'm playing Rocky. Okay, fine, but you're going to make a fraction of the money that you would make if you just sold us the script doesn't matter, I'm still doing it, and launches a career. And well, yeah, I mean... They, his real-life story is basically kind of like... In, in the story. end, I
0: think he won that uh, that little battle because it turned into a franchise and turned him into a a megastar, right. probably the biggest star of the 80s, I would say. I mean, you were alive in the 80s, I wasn't, so... It's, I mean... Him and Arnold, both yeah, kind of 1A, even, 1B. Yeah, I mean, Stallone was, was even bigger than Arnold in, okay. in the 80s. Like, I mean, they were... I would probably say they were 1 2 mm-hmm. um, and Tom Cruise was kind of in there towards the end of the 80s. He was more like the teen heartthrob through the 80s and then got into action in the late 80s early 90s but uh 80s action movies yeah it was Stallone 1 and and Arnold 2 <sighs> Chuck Norris was in there kind of but yeah as far as like just an action movie every year yeah it was it was Sly and Arnold like every other month one of them had a new movie and I, I would say Stallone was better than Arnold the fact that with what Stallone did with he had two of the most iconic action characters in the history of movies yeah you know and they were literally going on at the same time yeah between Rambo and and Rocky they're still making both yeah like there's another Rambo that he is working on yes why I don't know I, I heard the last, the last one was horrible
1: <sighs> I haven't seen it, but it won a bunch in, in, of Razzies. In
0: terms of Rambo movies, yeah, it was it was kind of bad, and it was a... Um, Generic action movie? That and the fact that it... Uh, it taken. Yeah. It, it was basically Taken starring Rambo. With mm. uh, I mean, it's basically the same kind of premise. Okay. Uh, again, it wasn't horrible, horrible if you're a Rambo fan. Mm. If you went and seen it, having not been a rambo fan you would hate it i promised you that but it still wasn't as bad as a lot of people think in my opinion but that's also because i grew up on rambo Um, okay but anyway yeah i i don't really have any problems with that you're probably gonna laugh at me from nine number one but again this is my list and i've seen this movie more times than i've probably seen just about any other movie out there and jake this one's for you buddy major league yeah I'm not even a baseball fan, and to this, I, I, I quote this movie all the time. Um, if, if for nothing else, the comedy, and there's nothing true to it whatsoever because it was years after that before Cleveland got to be a good team. I'm not even a Cleveland Indians fan, but the movie was just fucking funny. Charlie Sheen in his prime. Uh, you had uh, Corbin Burnson was great. Um, Serrano, uh, the, the Dennis Haspert, the the all state guy. Okay. Do you know who I'm talking? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's yeah a yeah. black guy. He played the president on 24. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. I mean, he he was the Voodoo. Wasn't you know. Renee Russo in that one too? Yes, she yeah, was. Yeah, she was yep. the she was the the librarian that love interest that Wesley uh, Snipes too. Wesley Snipes was in the yeah. first one. He, then they they switched him out for Omar Epps in the second one. Second one it was it was funny because the first one they it was rated R, mm-hmm. and the second one they they went PG thirteen. So mm-hmm. it it was hard to really enjoy the second one after having seen how uh, dirty they were in the first one. Right, and yeah, like I said, is it a cinematic masterpiece? No, nowhere even. It's near. a great fucking it, comedy though. Yeah, but it's funny yeah. as hell, and it's you know, like I said, it's it's got a lot of sports in it because it centers around baseball, and it's just. Wildly entertaining for me. Um, I was actually thinking about that for five, but then I just... I didn't even write it for an
1: honorable mention for some reason. I mean, but. it's
0: got it's just got some of the best one-liners in any sports movie, and they just keep... Like, yeah. They keep coming. I mean, I play softball on Fridays, and I, we don't play a game without me saying something that I got from that movie. Nah. Or, Come on, Dorm, get in front of the damn ball. or uh, Really knock the crap out of that or, one. Yeah, uh-oh, I don't think this one's got the distance. Yeah. Tell you your wife's a hell of a dancer. I'm sure you're proud of her and all, but what was she doing wearing his or what was he doing wearing her panties on his head? <laughs> Great flick. Uh like I said, I I can watch that movie a billion times more and I will enjoy it every bit as much every time I see it. So, Jake, I know you're going to be glad to hear that cuz he's a huge major league fan too. Mm. Um so yeah. That's what I got. Um what was Oh, I was going to mention Caddyshack, but we kind of talked about nah, that. Yeah, kind of um, talked about that. I'm trying to think, is there any big ones that we missed? Uh, the program, I really liked. College football movie. Um, didn't really have any big stars. Omar Epps was, was basically the one of the big stars um, of that. Uh, oh, God. That was the one. The coach. Who's the coach? Uh, uh, Khan. Yeah. J- James Khan. That's yeah, he right. Was, yeah. He was the head coach. Um, yeah. Other than him, they really didn't have anybody. Any big-name guys. There were there were some guys in it that went on to other movies. Wasn't Halle Berry the tutor? Uh, was it Halle Berry? I'm not sure. If it wasn't, it was somebody that looked a lot like her. It might have been a young Halle Berry. I think it was. Hard to believe. That movie came out, I want to say, what, late 80s, early 90s, maybe? And I know... Um, there was a guy in that that was also in any given Sunday. He was kind of a he was an outside linebacker that was taking steroids. He ended up being one of the big was Halle Berry, I was right. Okay, one of the anyway. big guys in um, any given Sunday. Oh, that's right. I know what you're talking the about. The one that put his head through the, the car window when he found out he finally became a starter. Um oh the 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 guy um Oh the the big black dude that Break. Blows his knee up. Yeah. Um, he was in... Oh, he was... Uh, um, 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 what was the one with... Uh, Necessary Roughness. Never saw that one. With Scott Bakula? Mm-mm. It was about a college football team that sucked. And they get Scott Bakula, who didn't play college ball. mm mm-hmm. the, Basically, the team was this... They were fictional. It was like something North Texas or Texas State or whatever. But they got sanctioned because they found were found to be cheating. And so they bring in this new coach who was known to be a, just a stickler. And so they got to put together this team after having basically eliminated everybody else that was on the old team. And they're all a bunch of people that have no business playing football. And he goes back and gets Scott Bakula, who didn't play college ball, decided to go work on his dad's farm. Literally, a, like a 35, 40-year-old man come in and play quarterback. Oh, wow. And it, it's entertaining. It's not a great movie. But anyway, the guy that—his uh, name is Featherstone. He's, like, super fast, but they call him Stone Hands because he can't catch a okay. cold. But that's the same guy that played that linebacker in the program um blue chips i know it was a movie you love uh, yes yeah, blue chip was another great one i uh, i should have thought of that one that was really good uh nick nolte basically and and bobby knight was in the movie but nick nolte basically was playing bobby knight right he was a hothead um trying to put together one last run in college basketball and he's got boosters you know making deals under the table and uh, it's it's good it's funny it's dramatic it's got a, a good ending where he just walks away but um that was back in the shack was in it penny hardaway was in it uh, larry bird was in it um it was a good movie for like college basketball yeah. it didn't get as much acclaim as it probably should have because it was a really good flick he got
1: game was another one yeah that, that was that but... was
0: good um love and basketball was good saw that one. um as far as documentaries Uh, Did you ever see Hoop Dreams? I have never seen Hoop Dreams, actually. Hoop Dreams was was pretty good. Um, You know, uh, it was, like I said, it followed two guys through high school and um, making their college decisions, and you thought that both of them were going to become just superstars, and it didn't work out that way, but. Spoiler. So, yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, this was in the, I think that came out early 90s as well, but it was like a two- or three-year documentary Mm. that, was really big at the time. So yeah, that's gonna wrap it up. Like I said, uh jump on our Facebook, Facebook.com slash Eldonzo Ds. Uh tell us what we got right, what we got wrong. Also, I know I've been talking about it several weeks. Um El from the Eldonzo D show finally got his uh interview with Roger Ward posted. So uh go to the webpage and you can get a link to that and that is a fantastic interview. Um, especially if you were a fan of the movie Mad Max and the man Roger Ward played Captain Fifi, um, that is finally up. We just we dropped our new episode of Eldonzo D's where we talk about um, snapper candles. And if you don't know what a snapper candle is, basically Gwyneth Paltrow has released candles that supposedly smell like her design, and and we do cover that. We cover all the the latest. That bitch is um, crazy. Yeah, we cover the latest election news and racial divide, all that stuff. So, if you're into that kind of thing, check that out. Also, again, on the Facebook page, I'll say it again Facebook.com slash Eldonzo D's and drop us a comment, like, share. For my Steeler folks out there, we uh, just kind of holding our breath here on this The Evergreen podcast Steelers is coming. Thing. Yeah, I promise you it's coming. Um, kind of like the Roger Ward interview. It's, it's, it's in the works. We, yeah, we're we're trying to uh to put it out there. Um, what's that game that was just delayed year after year after year? I feel like that's what we got with this Steelers podcast. Uh, A Doom, or not Doom? Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem. Duke yeah. Nukem. Yeah. The the sequel to Duke Nukem was supposed to be out in like 1994, and it came out like three years ago. So <laughs> that's kind of like this everything right. Steelers podcast. Hopefully, it'll be better.
1: It will be better than the Duke Nukem game now. So.
0: Uh, yeah, I think anything would be better than that piece of shit. Cause no that kidding, was really bad. So that's going to wrap it up. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, I will do everything in my power to make sure that episode number twelve does not take more than a week, like it did this time. So that's it for me, Dylan. See you guys. Goodbye.